Hi, I'm Dr. Kirsten Lauritsen. I'm a personal functional medicine practitioner for high performers and professional athletes. And I've worked with athletes in many different sports from the US sailing team to endurance sports and triathlon, CrossFit and professional tennis players across the board in any sport. Maintaining a foundation of a healthy body and mind is crucial for long-term success. This is the podcast that will show you how to apply the principles of a healthy body and mindset to achieve high performance all from the inside out. This is the Fit and Healthy Athlete Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Fit and Healthy Athlete Podcast. I am excited to be with you today. I'm your host, Dr. Kirsten Lauritsen, and it's been a bit. So thanks for sticking around and being here and for checking out this, this video or this podcast or however you're listening to it. Uh, I know it has been a little bit since I last put out an episode and, uh, basically all that happened was that I just had a ton of patients, a, a high influx of people coming to work with me and I, uh, you know, couldn't do all the things. <laughs> it's a good problem to have. And I am really thankful to everybody who has been along on the ride and the journey and that, um, has been working with me. It's been a lot of fun and I really appreciate it. <laughs> so uh, so, but we are back, um, starting to gain a little bit more balance here and, uh, going to start putting out some more episodes because I really want to start talking about, I'll, I'll be talking about my own journey, but I also really want to talk a lot about what I'm learning and what I'm incorporating into my practice a lot more that incorporates the mental, emotion, emotional, spiritual aspect of healing of sports performance of health and all of those things. And it is a really important thing to talk about because it's really needed. Number one. And number two, there is definitely what I've seen anyways, is a focus on, it's kind of like an individual focus on things. So like, uh, from the performance perspective, it's like looking at, at, conditioning and looking at the training and looking at the strategies and all of the things that are very specific to the, the, the sport and performance itself. But then it tends to kind of neglect or see the nutrition and the recovery and, and, and almost like that piece of it as a other section of it. Like it's not necessarily fully connected, which nutrition and recovery practices and all of the things that are in hydration and all the things that are encompassed in that are vital for long-term performance and for performance in the short term, right? It's needed in those two kind of go packaged together. And then it was almost like, okay, so we see those as two separate entities. And then we see health as another separate entity. So we see health as a, you know, kind of individual thing. And it is starting to change. Certainly it's starting to change. And there's certain athletes that are sort of leading the way in that as well. And also some practitioners and coaches too starting to change, but still seen very much. So everything kind of seems to be in its own sections. Right. And then lastly, looking at the mental, emotional mindset, spiritual stuff, all of that side of things as another separate piece. And is very common. You'll see this with people in general, not just athletes, but they'll say something along the lines of, I'll deal with that mindset, mental, emotional stuff. Once I've dealt with all the other things. And the thing about that is that it neglects to recognize how much the mental, emotional, spiritual stuff 
has an impact on the physical body, on your performance, on all of those things. Here's a really good example of what I mean and how this can affect performance. Okay. So there was a recent research article, which I cannot remember the author's name. So I will make sure to link it below in the show notes and you can go find it. They were looking at the effects of negative emotions like guilt and shame on the physical body and looking at the immune system and the inflammatory possibility of an inflammatory response. And what they found was an increase in inflammatory markers. Now, these are only two negative emotions, guilt and shame. There's sadness, there's hurt, there's fear and anxiety and nervousness and anger. There's a lot of different types of negative emotions. And when those are stored in the body, they can lead to chronic symptoms. They can lead to the perpetuation of chronic illnesses, injuries, and, and even more so they can, they can prevent us from being able to achieve what we want and get the outcome that we want. So the negative emotions in and of itself in this study is a really important piece because I want you to picture the scenario, right? So if you have not dealt with some of those negative emotions, if you have not dealt with the limiting beliefs and limiting decisions that are holding you back from being able to achieve and get what you want, and really building into that level of consciousness and that person that creates the outcome that you want. That's really key. If you have not done those things and some of those things are stored in the body, let's say, let's take this example from this guilt and shame. And we see an increase in the inflammatory response, the inflammatory markers that come from holding those negative emotions in the body. Now, when we have those inflammatory markers coming through and you're going through your season in your sport where there's more stress, there's more need for nutrients and the, the possibility of getting micronutrient deficiencies increases the further you go throughout your season. And there's more of a, of a stress and an importance on performance that increases oxidative stress. It increases inflammation in the body. And we know that as inflammation in those inflammatory markers increase, it also can increase the probability that there are other, other things that happen in the body, like illness, injuries, and, and those, those things. And that's very vague because there's so many different things that can happen. I mean, just looking at, um, when you have uh, infl inflammation at the level of the gut, you know, just that blood can then in go that pff, it all cycles through the body. Right. And then that can lead to inflamed joints and brain fog and decreased focus and all of those things. So that's, I'm being vague in that for a reason, because there are so many different out potential outcomes of what that could be. The point being though, you can see how, if we were to just focus on like the gut, if we were to just focus on your joints because they're achy or you're getting injured a lot, if we were to just focus on one thing or one aspect of where your particular concern is, we would potentially be missing a lot of other pieces that can be a root cause one of them not not the only root cause but they can play a part in the root causes of that outcome if we just were to say oh i'm going to leave that mindset stuff for later so what would you do then if you noticed this inflammatory piece that started to happen between the mental, emotional, and physical body, what would you then do? So there's a couple of things that we would look at, and we want to look at it from like the physical body and from the mental, emotional 
body as well. So having a team of specialists, I always say is really important because there are different specialties. There's different, uh, many different, having many different people as a part of your, your team uh, can be very helpful and can be very effective at, at making sure that nothing gets missed. It also can sometimes make things a little bit confusing if you have a couple of people who are disagreeing and then that comes back to you trusting your gut and what you think is best for you. And if you don't know how to do that, this kind of plays into this piece of clearing those negative emotions, working on those limiting beliefs, limiting decisions so that you have a very clear, aligned and whole place to move forward from where you trust your gut. You can always go and get the resources and the things that you need if you don't know enough about that particular thing. And still you can come back to center and say, okay, is this something that aligns with what I want, what I need and what I believe? So there's a, there's a lot of things that, that go, go in line with that, as well as finding practitioners and people that you trust and you want to work with. So, okay. In this piece, then what do you do? Right? So you have this increase in inflammation, which may or may not be from the mental, emotional side. And then we also know that there's potentially something going on in the physical body. So what do we do? Number one is we want to work on building resiliency for an athlete. If you have experienced a slew of things, which we might cause an inflammatory cascade where you are noticing it started with like one thing. And then all of a sudden something maybe happened, something stressful happened, something triggered where you were was already maybe borderline in a stressed place. And like borderline, there was like maybe, uh, there was a possibility you already noticed you had a bunch of different symptoms and things that were probably not hundred percent and just kind of living in that state, something maybe super stressful happens or something happened that triggered a response. And now you're getting more serious issues or you're getting a slew of different types of signs in the body that there's inflammation, you know, and this can be anything from something that puts you in the hospital to, just, you know, a, a number of different things like brain fog, uh, joint, like, like very, you know, aches, pains, things like that as potentially injuries as well, as well as looking at things like gut bloating, uh, maybe looking at different types of like gut symptoms, um, could be constipation, could be, uh, abdominal pain and cramping. Um, as well as other things that can happen in the physical body as well, right? Like with the cardiovascular system and the kidneys and the brain and all that jazz. So there's, there's lots of upper respiratory tract infections, pneumonia, right? Things that happen in your lungs, lots of, lots of different options there of what, what can happen, but it just leads to this slew of things that ends up popping up. So one of the things that is really helpful when you are seeing this happen is first off, you've got to get the care that you need in order to get somewhere back to at least stable, right? Neutral. You've got to go to those, go to the hospital, get, get to the, the physicians that can help you get to stable, get to neutral. And then from there, the really big key is building resiliency. And I know that a lot of people have heard this, but there's a big reason for it. So because if you have an immune system that feels like it's kind of been um, had an onslaught of like triggers and things that are just creating a immune system that's having to fight a lot of stuff, 
then that is where sometimes over time we can see this breakdown of resiliency. And that's, you know, especially in the immune system, when we're looking at inflammation, inflammatory cascades, that's one of the places we want to look. So what can be really helpful is getting what we call functional lab work. So this goes hand in hand with blood work that you would already potentially get from your physician, where you're getting like a complete blood uh, count panel, as well as a metabolic panel, any cholesterol, lipid panels, uh, any type of vitamin minerals, vitamin D, B12, anything that they can run. It partners well with that. And the functional labs would be looking at what's going on with your GI tract, you know, is, can we correlate some of the things that are going on with those other lab tests that we talked about? Uh, can there be a connection with what's going on inside the gut? Is there a possibility that there are micronutrient deficiencies? And so getting a really good panel, it's going to show you how those you know, are there micronutrient deficiencies are, and I'm talking about with micronutrients, vitamin A, vitamin D, vitamin E, vitamin C, right? Like all of those different types, as well as antioxidants. And then it's also going to show you your mitochondria and how they're functioning. Right. So it's like this, a lot of this, and then you can also get hormone panels and, uh, a number of other, other, other tests, as well as one of my favorites, which is a neurotransmitter panel, which can really show you if there's, a, uh, imbalances in a lot of the neurotransmitters that may be correlated back to what's going on in the gut and vice versa, how the, the gut can be affecting the brain and the brain and those neurotransmitters can be affecting the gut. And then you take that a step further and you look back to what we were talking about, which is all of those uh, hormone, uh, sorry, all of those negative emotions, limiting beliefs, and what can be going on in the subconscious brain. And now you have a really good approach that's sort of like casted this net out over all of just taking a look at like what is happening inside this body and then working step-by-step step to build that resiliency back. And, you know, the, just looking at it from the physical body perspective is where a lot of people would go right? It's just looking at, okay, what's going on with the immune system? What's going on with the gut? What's going on with the brain, right? What's going on with the kidneys or the heart or, you know, the lungs or a number of those things. And then also kind of, you know, recognizing that there are these other layers that go into that as well. So the, all of that's the physical body, but then what do we do with the nervous system? Because if a nervous system is in stress, anxiety, overwhelm, uh, even like storing emotions that we talked about leading to chronic inflammation, that, that nervous system that's in that place that is maybe stressed because of uncertainty or stressed because there's a, a very high, um, expectation that they perform at that you perform at a certain level. There's, there's a, uh, you know, even like keeping in mind athletes are often also They've got family members, right? They've got a life outside of, outside of sport. And sometimes even those family dynamics of when they make it big, when they make it into those, you know, pro sports or anything like that, those family dynamics can shift and change. And that can also often lead to, uh, some stress on the athlete too. So understanding all of those aspects is really critical because then how you are responding as an athlete is based on the strategies and the patterns that you learned as a kid growing up that got you what you needed, that got you the connection, the belonging, the love, the, 
the support, all of those things, right? You learn those strategies, you learn those patterns that then get you to where you are today. Now, those patterns and those strategies, though, especially if they are keeping you in that stress state, may at some point get you to a place where you're like, I'm not being able to achieve the goal that I want and get the outcome that I want. And I'm holding my back, myself back in some way, and I'm feeling stuck. Oftentimes that's coming from, you know, either these patterns or these strategies that we've learned or these limiting beliefs, uh, you know, I'm not enough, or I haven't done enough, or, uh, you know, any of these things that can cause that fear, that anxiety, that overwhelm to kick in. So once you kind of understand that picture, then moving forward, then is coming from a place of, okay, first off we can do all those labs, see what's going on in the physical body. And then we can also start looking at those negative emotions and clearing those out. And then we can start looking at what are the specific beliefs that we need to address that's going to, that are going to help you become that person that can cause the outcome that you want. And that's a pretty powerful place to be because that's the powerful version that gets you what, where you want to go. So what are some things that you can do then? So knowing all of these things, these are some of the directions that you could go. So what, what can you do from here? Number one, um, reach out and either find a functional medicine physician that can run some of these labs for you. That's a really good place to potentially start as well as, um, you know, also looking at into the mindset stuff, right? I, what I always say is get super curious and also start writing down what is causing stress, what's causing anxiety, what's causing the overwhelm, right? And getting very, very, very specific. What, what is this coming from? Is this coming from a belief? Is this, is this an emotion that you need to clear? And then once you're super specific, now, you know, either what you need to do to move forward, you can, and you have a lot more resources. You can do something that like is a parasympathetic activating, uh, you know, activity, which can be spending some quiet time, um, laughter, you know, you can look up a bunch of videos online and, and, and make sure you, and just spend a little bit of time, just like laughing, <laughs> which is always good. You know, you can also, um, wash your face with water, right? There's, and do like facial massage. There's, there's a bunch of different things that can kick the nervous system into the parasympathetic nervous system. Um, and that can be very helpful then for addressing some of these emotions and limiting beliefs, and at least just getting clear on what they are. Then once you know what they are, then it becomes a little bit easier either to find support and in, in what you want to work on. And number two, then also you can say, okay, what is the identity I want to move forward from? What's the place where I want to act from, from here on? It's kind of like the idea of like, when you're in the sympathetic nervous system, you're kind of in that place of like, what, what, um, one of my coaches, she calls it, uh, Dr. Alex from Zesty Ginger, she calls it the, uh, the empire state building, but you're like on the ground floor or even in like the, uh, parking garage. <laughs> and then, um, as soon as you get into that parasympathetic nervous system and are able to clear out some of this stuff, then you start climbing the, the elevator or the stairs to higher levels. And you're just able to get a better perspective looking out 
right? Um, so that can be very helpful for, for taking a step back. And then it's like, oh, okay, well, I may not know how to really get from here to, to this place of where I'm at to where I want to go, but I do at least have some clarity and some vision on like the next step of where I need to go, of what's going to help me get what I need and what I want. So hopefully this was helpful for you. Um, if it was, I would love for you to come find me on Instagram or social media, which all the links are below and let me know. You can send me a direct message or you can send me an email. Um, there's my contact information is everywhere so you can find it. And, um, yeah, Hopefully this was, this was helpful and I'm really looking forward to what's coming up. I can't wait to share all the things. There's so much more that we're going to be diving into specifically around this mental, emotional, spiritual stuff and how it correlates into what's going on with the physical body. And yeah, it's going to be awesome. All right. Well, I will see you for the next episode. Thanks for being here. Hey, did you know that up to 70% of athletes may be deficient in at least one micronutrient, if not potentially deficient in two or more? Micronutrient deficiencies like vitamin D, iron, calcium, vitamin E, B12, B9 are super common in athletes. And they can lead to things like fatigue, they can lead to injuries and fractures, getting sick a lot and missing practice to unexplained pain and a lot more. On the flip side though, Athletes who corrected nutrient deficiencies saw improvements in VO2 max, vertical jump, grip strength, force, improved delayed onset muscle soreness, and a lot more. That's why I created the Strong to the Finish Line free guide for athletes like you to be able to train and compete symptom-free so that you can have the confidence and the power to perform at your best. Get this guide for free at drkirsten.com slash finishstrong.